Aloha and welcome back to another Ukulele Interventions podcast. Today on this episode, we are catching up with Danny Johnson. He served his country, he serves his state, and now the ukulele serves a big part of his lifestyle. Well, hello guys. Thank you for tuning in for another podcast. we got Danny here. Danny, where are you from? I'm from uh, Winston-Salem, North Carolina. North Carolina. Wow, that's awesome. North Kakalaki. <laughs> and you've been playing ukulele, <laughs> if you said, for three years now. Yeah, yeah a little, little over three years. Yeah, started in 2017. Wow, and why did you pick up the ukulele? Did you play an instrument before? No, I never played an instrument in my life. I mean, oh. I've always wanted, you know, to learn to play something. And, um, you know, I, I worked in the sheriff, worked at the sheriff's office 14 years. Oh. And um, then I started working overseas in uh, Afghanistan in 2005. And traveling over there, I, I was over there up until last year, ended up getting hurt and having shoulder surgery. So okay. I wasn't able to go back. So I went back to the sheriff's office. And, uh, but during that time over there, you know, I was like, you know, I've got so much free time, you know, I wanted to learn to play something. And, uh, you know, I, I wanted to, you know, a lot of guys are playing guitars, but they're carrying their bags and then a big guitar and stuff. And I'm like, man, I need something smaller, you know? So, uh, you know, I seen, it's like, why not the ukulele? So, uh, you know, I picked it up and, um, you know, I started watching, you know, uh, YouTube videos, Plazi and um, yeah. Katie from One Music School and, um, yeah. you know, people like that. I learned a lot from. And, uh, you know, and then I started watching uh, Aaron Crowell. I, I don't oh, know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, man, he's super talented. Yeah. And then uh, then my boy, uh, Timmy Cruz, man, <laughs> he, he, he he's like my hero. So, uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So, but you know, the ukulele community, man, is just amazing. They're, yeah. Everyone is so caring and giving of their time and, and their knowledge, you know. So, uh, you know, I've really enjoyed, you know, the time that I've been in it. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. For three years to, you know, be playing and be involved with that, the community and stuff is really good. You named the, the tops on the list, you know, when it comes to instruction and everything like that. So. That's very cool. What's what style of like um, ukulele do you play? Like, what do you prefer? Do you have a like a preferred ukulele size or anything? Um, I like um, I like them all. I, I don't really play um, uh, soprano much. Mm-hmm. I don't own one, but uh, you know, I play. Uh, I I find myself mostly playing concert size with a low G. Oh, okay. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Do you so, do uh, yeah. more like strum style and singing or like yeah. finger picking? Yeah. yeah uh, you know, I've been picking up a little bit of finger style, you know, That's learning, cool. you know, stairway to heaven and, um, oh. um, hallelujah. Uh, let's see what else. So two other, like some things and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, I like, I like a lot of reggae music. I like, uh, listening really? to, um, stick figure. Oh, wow. I don't know if you ever heard of stick figure. Oh, yes. Figure, yes, uh, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Wow. <laughs> you don't hear that coming from North Carolina. <laughs> no, man. You know, I, I get into a lot of different music. So, uh, you know, country, you know, some hip hop, um, rock and, you know, classic rock. And, uh, but, you know, mostly a lot of Hawaiian music and uh, reggae music. Yeah. Yeah. Do you like what, like uh, contemporary Hawaiian or like traditional Hawaiian? Uh, contemporary, you know, like, um, you know, I started watching is man and I thought he was just amazing. You know, this big man being able to, 
you know, he's just graceful, yeah. you know, with the, with the way that he played. And I was just like amazed, you know, I was like, dude, I got to do this, you know? So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's like a daily thing for you. It took over your life the last three years, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, I bought, I ended up, I bought a, uh, you know, I started out, I bought a, a cheap ukulele, a little Luna mm-hmm. and, uh, paid, I think I paid 50 bucks for it. And I was like, well, you know, if I don't like it, then I, I'm not out a lot of money. And right. as soon as I started playing it, man, it's just like, this is not enough. You know, I need yeah. more. And now, you know, I own like eight ukuleles. And, uh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> that's know, a collection so, and i'm always years. i'm always looking i'm always looking really so, uh, yeah so what is your go-to ukulele right now if you have eight of them what do you um, have what's your my my go-to is yeah. um this is a nsc ukulele it's made in oh. nicaragua by a guy named uh, nesto fuentes oh, and it's cocobola wood yes and this is my favorite you know it's got the peg head tuners Ooh, and very on. cool it's, it's, yeah so, uh, you know, and I just, when he built this for me, you know, he contacted me and I didn't know this guy from Adam. And, um, so, you know, he, he was wanting to build me a ukulele and I'm like, yeah, just, you know, but I was sort of hesitant because I didn't know him, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't want to send him a bunch of money and then, uh, yeah. you know, me get ripped off. But, uh, you know, he come up with this and, and, and the way he did this, it was, you know, he sent me videos and pictures and wow. of the build and stuff. And he actually went to um, and I, uh, to, it's this forest at the base of his volcano and harvested this cocobola wood. No way. And, uh, he, you know, he brought it back and he showed me the slabs of wood and this is the wood I picked out, you know, oh. it was a big, thick slab. And then, you know, he just showed me everything through the build process. And, uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, this That's is pretty, this is one of my favorite ones. That's and then I've got, cool. uh, I've got this one. Um, this is my other favorite one. This is Coca Bowl. Oh, this is a tenor size. Uh, oh, yes. Wow, very uh, bold in the back. That player sound yeah. is always so, nice to have. Yeah. Mm. You know, it, it's just a good sounding ukulele, man. I, I love this thing. You have it on. You have high G tuning there. Oh, no, low G. Uh, this is low G, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, mostly, pretty much all of my, my ukuleles are all low G. I don't know why I just, I just have been drawn to a low G sound. Yeah. I don't know if it's, you know, more of a guitar sound or what, but mm-hmm. you know, I love the sound of a low G. Yeah. I was, I was talked to some ukulele people in the past, me and Timmy on our podcast, we talked about it and he, um, he, he prefers high G and we, we discussed, yeah. you know, it has its place. It has its place for sure. And for me yeah. and coming like from you and I showed him a sample of it is, is that low G is really good with mm-hmm. reggae, man. Yes. It's really good with reggae. Yes. Like hitting that note and letting people know, Hey, this certain chords coming, you know what I mean? Yeah. And hitting that rhythm with it. Yeah. That's super cool. Yeah. So the concerts, yeah, the concerts yeah. are so always this, fun this to throw is- low G on. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, I've got uh, Quilla uh, Reds on this, oh. um, on this one with the uh, the Wound Low G. Um, but yeah, my I, I put this I actually made this turtle here on oh, this. Oh, you made um, that. Yeah. So, uh, and what happened was um, about a week after I got this ukulele, I had it sitting on my sofa, 
and my dog that was just down here, you know, she jumps up over the side and lands right in the top of it, caves this whole top end. So man, I was panicking. And uh, so I stripped it all down and uh, built, break, built, um, you know, watched YouTube videos and all kinds of stuff to, uh, to fix the bracing and stuff that was on the inside that had come loose. And there was one spot right here that I couldn't patch. So I was like, man, I got to come up with something. So uh, I started, um, there's a guy who builds ukuleles in South Carolina. Uh, uh, what's his name? Henry Moore. And uh, he puts a, uh, like a tiki head oh. up here. So I was like, I mean, what would, what would be the problem with putting something like that there, you know, other than, you know, hopefully it's not messing the sound up. So I was, you know, experimenting with, uh, you know, laying my hand on it and strumming it and playing tunes and stuff. And it didn't really sound any different. So this little piece of wood, you know, I didn't think would affect it that much. So, yeah. So I come up with that and, uh, Very uh pretty. and you carved, carved that by with hand? a Dremel tool oh, and Dremel. Wow. Yeah. Did, well, I did it with a Dremel. Yeah. That's crazy. Very nice. Uh, yeah, and so, is, um, is, is it made out of the same wood? Or you found yeah it, it, no no this is a koa there's oh, a piece wow. of koa that i have mm -hmm. wow do you have you been involved with woodworking before um i build cabinets i used to build cabinets for a living so i know a lot about woodworking and stuff so uh, yeah you know i i've got a lot of you know shop tools and i'd i'd love to eventually you know build a whole ukulele yeah it would be sweet you know i just haven't taken on that uh that challenge yet but it's coming yeah. you know it's coming that's exciting. Now that I see the pendant on your neck, is that, did you make that also? Uh, no, actually this is a, I bought this in Florida. Oh, very cool. Um, yeah. But I do have a couple that I've made. Um, that was one thing I started doing while I was in Afghanistan that I would take uh, a piece of wood from over there or a bone or something and I'd start, you know, sanding it. And I made a few out of uh, oh. like cow bone and, uh, wood and stuff that I'd found over there. Very cool. Yeah, I bought this one. Yeah. Very, very cool. Now you said you've been like kind of picking up the finger style and stuff. And uh, who, I mean, besides the other people on YouTube, have you been involved with the challenges on Instagram? Of that no, you know, I don't, I don't do a whole lot of that. You know, I just sort of been doing my own thing. Um, I need, I, I would probably advance a whole lot faster if I would get into something like that, you know, but, um, you know, I was talking to Timmy the other day and he goes, have you been practicing? And I'm like, dude, I practice like two or three hours a day, That's awesome. you know, cause you know, yeah. So, um, uh, I don't know that I'm advancing in my skills any, but, uh, you know, I just enjoy playing, yeah. you know, it, it relaxes me. Yeah. 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 We, uh, I heard that man. And for you to, you know, pick it up in three years and, and just have it come you now, I mean, three years have you been, um, able to like maybe teach any, pass any lessons along to anyone along the way? Um, you know, working at the school, I work in a middle school. So, I, you know, I bought uh, ukuleles for like the music class and stuff. And I'll go wow. in there, you know, and, uh, and, t you know, start teaching the kids and stuff but because they have no stringed in instruments, you know, everything's percussion and yeah. horn. So, uh, yeah. So I, I just talked to the music teacher and I'm like, Hey man, what if I bring a few ukuleles? you know, and just, uh, you know, start teaching some of the kids, you know, a stringed instrument, which is, has been fun. You know, I've enjoyed it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Like for here, uh, fourth grade, we're, we're learning ukulele. Ukulele is in class. Wow. Now. Well, See, that's amazing. That's how it was in the past. And now it's definitely yeah. pulled away. Um, <laughs> there, I know there's a lot of foundations and stuff like that, that we try to, you know, push it back. Cause I mean, that is our culture and heritage, right? Out here. Right. In Italy, but mm-hmm. it's an expensive instrument. Um, and, uh, it's, it's kind of losing its, its, uh, the uh, lineage, I guess, down the line. Wow. You know, if you play, you play and you play for yeah. professionally, you yeah. play for a living. Uh, the instruction part is, is hard to come by. Mm. And, and the thing is, you think about it, um, back when I learned 20 years ago, it was by sheet music or watching someone play or yeah. listening to a cassette tape on or CD, you know, by ear and trying to figure it out. Now right. it's so easy. You just go on YouTube and you can play anything, anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the truth, man. There's so many great teachers, like, you know, I was talking about earlier, you know, Ten Thumbs, you know, Tyler yeah. from Ten Thumbs and yeah. uh, Bernadette and Katie from, you know, One Music yeah. School and everybody, man. I mean, you could just, you know, pick everybody's brain and they're they're so willing to help you. It's amazing. Yeah, they are. They are very willing. It's pretty awesome. It's so good. Yeah, I, I that online gig for me to teach is kind of rough. Uh, not rough. It's just time consuming for sure. Like we, right. we do in, 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 uh, in class classroom lessons, mm-hmm. but obviously because of COVID we, you know, pulled away and tried to jump back online, you know, but, um, right. you know, we, before we was doing three times a week. So I'm like, Hey, we're doing it one time a week and what mm-hmm. better to maybe catch up with other people who's, um, been affected by it now. Now, um, work wise, it doesn't seem you're affected ukulele wise, you know, you weren't traveling with your ukulele. They didn't have you playing. You didn't have gigs or, any oh no no so so yeah. the, the covid thing's not really affecting you as no. your career goes but if if anything putting up uh help on it because you can now maybe sit in and learn more yeah yeah, yeah. you know it, it's actually helped me um you know i was talking to a buddy of mine from afghanistan last night he had called me and you know and they're stuck over there you know i was a contractor so uh he and their contractors that work for the government so they're having no flights go in and out. Oh my so, you know, they've been there since Christmas. Jeez. And uh, yeah, so they, they have no, you know, no idea when they're coming home. Yeah. And then the guys that are home are not working. So they're not getting paid because they can't travel over there. So, yeah. you know, is uh, you know, I'm counting my blessings right now that, you know, that I've got this job, you yeah. know, back at the sheriff's office. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is good. That is very good. And, um, I know you, you mentioned it a couple of times that you're not professional, you're not good or whatever, but you know, usually on our podcast, we definitely want to get the, uh, someone, maybe a little sound sample of something you're learning right. or, or playing to not to put okay. you on the spot, but <laughs> I think that's what our listeners okay. like to hear. Um, yeah. yeah. Let me see. Let me see here. do like a little uh you know house of the rising sun then i'll uh do it like a little faster version i'll do all right um 
That's awesome. And, and, you know, playing like that and, you know, for just three years and, you know, it shows that you have been practicing. So that's very, I just got to get, you know, I've got to get comfortable working down the fretboard more, you know, and, and it's coming slowly. There's, there's a, you know, certain songs, you know, that I can work my way down it, but you know, I've got to really think about it and practice it more. Yeah. Yeah. It's coming along slowly, you know, like, uh, before I couldn't play an E or a B, you know, oh. a B chord, bar chords was hard, you know, and now, you know, they're just coming, you know, second nature and stuff That's to awesome. me. Yeah. Have you tried any second positioning stuff? Uh, no. No. That's, no, I have not. That's that's that helps. It's the same shape, uh-huh. but it's just further up the fretboard, so your hands mm-hmm. can and you get a little bit used to, um, you know, working that that side of the fretboard. Mm-hmm. So there's some good instructional videos. Second second positioning. I know JJ Malari on YouTube. He has a pretty good uh, JJ Malari. Okay. Yeah, he has a good second position. Um, uh-huh. uh, YouTube video out there, and and it brings down it. it it trains your hand and eyes because you're looking, you're looking at your fret markers, right? And you're realizing, uh-huh. oh, yep, I'm right there on the fifth fret, you know, and you get comfortable. It just, it yeah. just becomes just as comfortable at the top five as the, the next yeah. five or three, you know, and it just, right. you know, more and more of it is, you, you got it, you know what I mean? But yeah, good. you know, if you notice, this one doesn't have any, uh, and I did notice that yeah. fret markers. Are, <laughs> so, you know, I've, you know, I've really had to uh, practice, you know, what, you know, working where my fingers are on, you know, which fret I'm at and stuff. So that's helped a lot, you know, and then, you know, when I go to one, it's, uh, you know, that's got markers on it. It just seems like it just flows a whole lot easier. Yeah. um, You know, this has been a good training. Yeah. Training tool for me. It's like taking the uh, donut off the bat when you're ready to go up to to the plate. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah, exactly. I don't think I could do it. I don't think I could do fretless. You know, uh, <laughs> fretless or, or or no markers, I would lose. Uh, it, would, it would just be crazy for me. You know? Yeah, yeah. The numbers, that's you know, that's the biggest you know uh, drawback to this one. You know, it's my favorite one to play, but it's you know, that's the only thing. You, you know, yeah. I mean, but if you got it, you know. Yeah. In due time, it comes second nature. You're going to be closing your eyes and playing anyway. Yeah. You know, it's a really yeah. fret markers don't really do anything for me. I think fret markers are, are key when I teach. Uh-huh. So students can realize, Hey, he's on the first dot or the second dot, you know? Right. Like I have some ukuleles, um, not all of them, but they have the fret markers on the third fret. And I think that's really good for a beginner. Yes. Yeah. I um, agree. Yeah. I agree. Um, I want to say it's it's mandatory for beginners. I would say yes. put it on the third. Fret. Yes, but you no, know, I agree like, totally. Yeah, I mean, if I could design uh, like a this is for a student. I, I I had that idea today of like designing a student ukulele, like mm-hmm. um, string maybe chord, you know, different chords, uh, different colors, um, fret markers, um, you know, whatever kind of stuff to help them along like no it's on the yeah. red string red is e you know or the right. string is green or whatever you know and oh yeah that's a great idea you know what i mean like no so mm-hmm. so that way like kids in class or kids wherever can be like you know they'll they'll pick up color and and and, and shapes quicker than they will notes you know? oh yeah definitely yeah so i just had that idea and you know not seeing your fret markers i'm like all right that's that's exactly what I'm talking about. That's where you're going to be <laughs> <laughs> you know I mean? getting up there. That's cool. Yeah. Now, has, has, yeah, that, um, you know, 
besides traveling um out of country have you traveled to any like festivals in your area and brought the ukulele or, or met up with um, anybody you know we we, ha- we have a ukulele circle here and there's about 30 people that's involved wow. in it. they have it once a month and uh, yeah it's a, it's a music store here local so it's it's close and they only do it for an hour like a, it's the third saturday of every month Wow, you know, and never they'll get together, and yeah, and and it started out, you know, when I first went, there was only like four of us, and now wow. it's it's just like grown. Yeah, there's like the last time I went, man, I mean, it was almost standing room only. Wow, you know, there was so many people in there playing the ukulele. It's, That's awesome. It's unreal. Yeah. That's so awesome. That's good. To know. But, and and yeah, how did you find as out? Far as uh, you know, I would like to. Um. You know, well, you know, it's a music store, so I wanted to, of course, go in and see if they had any ukuleles. And, uh, you know, the uh, the owner says, hey, you know, we've got a uh, a music group or a ukulele group that meets, you know, the third Saturday of every month. So he gave me the guy's name. And uh, so I sent him an email and he sent me an email, and gave me the schedule and stuff. So, uh, yeah, pretty much, well, since, you know, COVID thing's not. Yeah, you know, has stopped everything. But uh, you know, before that, you know, everybody was just, you know, everybody was meeting up on that one Saturday to go in there and play for an hour, which was a blast. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. And did did one person run it, or was just kind of like, all right, your turn. Okay, Danny, your turn. Or... No, 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 no. Uh, no. The the one guy he runs it, and uh, you know, he picks all the music and stuff. Oh, and I'm, cool. you know, a lot of the music. Uh, yeah. You know, and and it's fun because you know I'm playing a lot of songs that I would normally not play, you know, um, which is which is cool. And uh, I don't know that I would sit around and play them all the time, you know, like certain songs that I do. But uh, yeah. you know, it, it's fun playing something else, you know, sure. something different, than, yeah. you know, what I'm used to. Yeah. And so he'll he'll send out an email with uh, with the with the music and stuff, so you can practice, you know, before. You know, like he'll send it out a month ahead of time, oh, wow. so uh, you you can uh, pull the music up and you know learn. You know, if you've got you know tricky uh, chord changes and stuff, you know, crap working on chord changes and stuff like that. But, Very cool. Yeah, it's been it's been fun. It's been fun. Yeah. So I guess that slows down until all this lockdown is lifted and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And hopefully soon. Hopefully you know, soon. I've enjoyed. Uh, yes. Yeah. I, you know, I've enjoyed. You know. Um, all the lies that everybody's been doing, yeah. you know, and, you know, get just getting to watch, you know, these guys play. I don't know if you know Josh Jorga. No. He's from, uh, um, Read his man, name. he's a crazy good, he's a, he's in, uh, I think he's in Seattle, Washington. Oh, okay. Um, but man, he's a great ukulele player. I need to. I think he, I think he's from Guam, but oh. he's, he's a good, good ukulele player. And and, uh, you know, I, I ended up watching his, you know, videos and stuff a lot. And, then, uh, and of course, Timmy, man, I, anytime Timmy's on, you know, <laughs> I stop what I'm doing to watch, cool. <laughs> to watch cool. his lives. That's cool. Yeah. I like Timmy. Yeah. I was, I had the privilege of meeting him last September and uh, jamming with him. And he he's a guy, man. Yeah. yeah. Um, good guy. He's, he'll be, he's on our podcast. So he'll be, he's on the schedule to be posted up here pretty soon. So he's another island boy, right, from Guam. Too, yeah, so. yeah, yeah, so, yeah. It was very good to have like items or like like things like him. Yeah, yeah. Um, besides your custom ukuleles, and uh, mm-hmm. out of the eight, do you have any like known brands? Maybe like 
I've got a um, I've got a uh, a Martin Is edition. Wow. Um, um, ukulele, and that was like that. That was the one I wanted, and I'd seen they they had, and I found it on. Uh, I was walk, looking at eBay one night, and they had it on there. So I was like, "Well, I'll, I'll bid on it," you know, not thinking I'll get it. Mm-hmm. And uh, the bid was like eight hundred dollars, so I, I bid like eight hundred two, and then somebody bid at eight fifty. Then I just went to nine hundred, and nobody bought it. And, uh, and there's a brand that you know the guy had just bought. Well, his um, uh, he was selling it for his sister, whose um, um, boyfriend boyfriend had bought it for her, and then you know they split up. So she just wanted to get rid of it. Oh. So I ended up getting this. Uh, you know, eighteen hundred ukulele, eighteen hundred dollar ukulele for for nine hundred bucks. That's awesome. So, uh, yeah, and is- I've got a couple collars. That's cool. um, the one. The it's the uh, the ebony, the oh. ebony wood, um, and uh, then I've got my original, the little fifty dollar ukulele, the yeah, the Luna. Hold on to that. You know, so I yeah yeah that you know I'll keep that one forever. Yeah, well, yeah, and when you travel to a well, you haven't been to Afghanistan since you started your ukulele career, I guess. No, no, no. I, I had been taking uh, taking. I had the the uh, the first my first. You know, I took the uh, I took the uh, Luna. Oh, okay. And then I, my next ukulele I bought was a Kala tenor, and I had travel. I traveled all the time. I, you know, I traveled to Afghanistan, Yemen, um, oh. uh, Bangladesh. Uh, just all over, all over the world with this thing, you know, because it was easy to, you know, it's easy to pack, you know, it's yeah. not like trying to carry a guitar everywhere. Yeah. You know, you can stick it in overhead or put it under your seat or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, doesn't take up a whole lot of room and it's light and it's not, you know, clumsy and bulky like a, you know, a big guitar case. Yeah. 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 And it's a concert size. So it's, yeah, I think that's a perfect yeah. one to travel with. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's big enough to hear and, please a crowd and small enough to fit an overhead. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Now, when you travel to these places, did you grab anything? Like I see some people who travel in ukulele, they'll stick a sticker on it or grab a keychain, stick it on the bag or pin. Uh, I've got a few things on my, on my case, but uh, oh, nothing, good. nothing on my ukulele. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I see yeah. some people put it on the ukuleles. I'm like, well, it might ruin the sound, but <laughs> I think yeah. I think sound or 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 feel of an ukulele comes more than just the sound. Like if no, you I see agree. Ukulele, I agree totally. You know what I mean? I have an ukulele that's all signed up on permanent marker that mm-hmm. you know could ruin whatever, but it's pleasing. Mm-hmm. It's very pleasing. Yeah. Know, to see yeah. Stuff, so. And it, you know, and it carries memories. You know, those are your memories that you have on there. Yeah. You know, people. Yeah. You know, I, I'd eventually, you know, like to get one of mine signed by you know all my all the people that you know that I've, I've watched, you know, these few years, you know, and uh, yeah. just have everybody that, you know, that meant something to me that, you know, helped me along the way sign this thing. And, uh, yeah. 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 That'd be cool. I mean, to, to meet up and um, you know, with big name, no, I would say big names, but inspiration uh, people that inspired you is always, yeah. always uh, gratifying, you know, as a ukulele yes. player starting off and stuff like that. Well, um, I, anything you want to say to the listeners that might be starting off, that might be you three years ago, that might be Uh, just, yeah, just, uh, you know, my biggest thing would be to, 
to not stop, you know, even though you feel like you're not learning, you're learning. So, um, you know, just be consistent. And, you know, I hear people saying, you know, practice five minutes a day or whatever. And it's the truth. If you practice just a little bit every day, you know, you're eventually going to, you know, you're going to pick up the, the E chord and the B chord and, the, you know, the D chords and, yeah. and the chords that you're having palms with. And then you're, you know, you just, you know, you just take baby steps, you know, um, I think a lot of people, they try to, uh, you know, they, they watch Jake yeah. and they're like, man, I want to play like him. And then when they're not playing like him, it's like, dude, I can't do this. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but, uh, you know, you, you got to take baby steps and, uh, just stick with it, you know? Yeah. And it's so, it's so fulfilling, you know, being able to, uh, being able to play a chord that you was never be at, that you were never able to play before, you know, and you've tried and you tried and you tried, mm -hmm. but you just stick with it and you start practicing and then it's, you know, it just becomes second nature. Yeah. Second nature. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that is a great tip, man. To, to leave the listeners with that is probably the best pace to, um, to, to say thank you so much for uh, uh, this, your time for this podcast and our listeners. Oh, thank you, man. I, I'm honored just to be here. Oh, I mean, yeah. I never thought anything like this was, <laughs> you know, happened to me. No, because, I, you know, I'm a nobody. No, everybody who plays an ukulele is a somebody. Yeah. To somebody too, right? Yeah, Not, yeah. Either to yourself or somebody's looking at you. And someone right. did because doctors bop and pop told me, hey, get a hold mm -hmm. of Danny. I was like, so, so. So you're not, you're somebody to somebody. Yeah. Well, yeah. I appreciate that. And right. uh, just to those guys, thank you. You know, thank you for everything that everybody's done for me along the way, you know, and if I can do anything for anyone, you know, I'm, I'm more than willing to, you know, teach the little bit that I know. That's awesome. Yeah. All right, sir. And thank you everybody for listening. Thank you very much, Danny. Thank you, bro. Aloha.